Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass? So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Okay, I'm ready to go if you're ready to go. Hang on, Hercules has just found some stuff. Oh, what is this? <laughs> He's dealing with his dog before we start recording. He doesn't know that I'm already recording. So let's just listen. Oh... Oh, Herc, what are you eating? That's his dog, Herc. Assume we he's found something in the bin, I reckon. No, I think he's found something in a box. It's hard to tell. Oh, mate, what is it? He's not a dead body, is it? He's not. I'm just going to let him out. You let go him on. out, dude. Let him go. Have a wonder, mate. I'm going to be here, though. You're going to just look back in a minute. Oh, he's talking to his dog like a weirdo. I love it, Dave. This dog has been asleep upstairs. In our li- my, my flat's backwards. It's upstairs. It's the living room. Mm-hmm. Right, kitchen and downstairs to the bedrooms. He's been asleep upstairs for the last hour and a half. Lovely po- post walk nap. Post walk. Oh yeah, it was a whole other story, which I'll tell you about in a minute. Well, hang on a sec. Let me do, let me do this. Wait there. The following podcast is a member of the Great Big Owl mm. family. Classic yawn. <laughs> it's Pavlovian now. It really is for for many of our listeners. So go on. We're halfway through the story. So tell us about Herc. Uh, so he's been asleep for an hour and a half, and then I. He literally hasn't moved a muscle. And then Jeez. as soon as I come down here, I'm like, all I want you to do, he follows me around the house. That's fine. Mm. All I want you to do is just sleep in this different room now. Yeah. And he's like, well, this isn't where I sleep. Uh, oof, there's some stuff here. Let me sniff that. Oh, should I eat that stuff? Come What's your, this painting that you haven't put on the wall yet that's just stood up by the, uh, stood up on the floor. Shall I, shall I eat that? Shall I have a go that? <laughs> Is that edible paper? Is that that yeah. paper rice stuff? And now I've let him out the door. He's gone for a wander, but he'll be looking over his shoulder going, where are you? As if I'm supposed to follow him. Dude, and he's going like, to want back in. He's going to want back in. But I've left the door ajar. Ajar. Oh, lovely. So there you go. Anyway, I've been up, Tom, since 5.45am. Oh, my God. Welcome to my world. Is that? In fact, you know what, Dave? This is great. I got up much later than that. I got up at 7.20 because I had a late one last night watching Ozark. 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 It's very good. Um, it's classic sort of uh, late night Netflix fodder. Um, dark and twisted and, and deathy. As, you know, as a murder and ep. That's what I like. Right. Anyway, I was watching that, which is why I didn't like normal people. Not enough murders. And um, I... Uh, so I was knackered, so I didn't get up until 7.30, but you got up at 5.45. Oh my god, this is an absolute first, Dave. It is, yeah. And it's not for a uh, superb reason. Um, oh. It's nothing to do with the dog, actually. The dog has become quite the sleeper, which I'm thrilled about. Right. Uh, but... Uh, I'll refer you back to last weekend's punch party, which ended with the Billy Piper wrist incident. Oh no, is it your sister Paulie? Uh, no, no, she's she's just well, she's as we speak probably about to go under general anaesthetic and have an operation because because mm. of said wrist. So yeah, uh, yeah. she's having a plate and a screws put in and all that sort of stuff. So right. um, had to take her to the hospital for six thirty-seven a.m. this morning. Oh, so you took her in this morning, did you? Yeah, yeah. Oh God! Got me a zip car. If they'd like to sponsor us, that'd be lovely. Yeah, hello, zip car. Yeah, great. Really, really helping me in this lockdown 
moment. Yeah, really useful to have a car you can use when you're not allowed out of the house. That's great. High zip car. Big fans of your work, zip car. <laughs> well, useful in an emergency. And I'll tell you for why, Tom. Sarah had to go and have her, um, like, she had to, so she, on, a couple of days ago, she had to get uh, screened before her surgery mm. to check she didn't have corona. Mm. Classic. Mm-hmm. So um, got a zip car, drove up the 10 minutes to the hospital, and she was in there for about 45 minutes. I just toddled off in my car to Big Sainsbury's. Ooh, did you do a big shop? Oh, did I do a big shop? What an absolute joy it was. Really? Was it, but was it in a comfort, comfortingly big Sainsbury's? Because I've been for a few shops in, in worryingly small shops. There's a Tesco's near me that's about the yeah. same size as my understairs toilet. And you just basically, I might as well lick every single face in the building. That's what it is. No, no, well, like. this, is, this was the joy. I went into, it's got, it had a multi-story car park and there's about six cars on each floor. Oh, yeah. And then I got in and it was just, it was like a giant warehouse. Oh. And they'd fully coroned it up. Like it was like a plastic city with, you know, divine between every self-service oh, checkout wonderful. and every checkout had it all. Oh. It's so great. That I, I, my wife and I have a passion, nay fetish, for a large supermarket. When we go up to mm. her parents for Christmas, um, the big the big joy for us is dropping the kids off with her parents, and then we get in the car and we go to the big Tesco. She, there's a Tesco extra super duper, like, a, like the size of a planet. And that has become, this is how low your standards slip when you have kids. Like before we had kids, a pleasure was going away to Spain for the weekend. A little yeah. bit of Granada, why not? Now it's Chesterfield roundabout, big Tesco's, give me an hour and a half in there, and it's separate we go off in our own separate directions big aisles and they sell everything and you just just that slack jawed browsing you know at just there's no greater pleasure dave no greater pleasure for a, a long while my hometown of altringham boasted the biggest tesco in europe when that opened Fuck you. Uh, an absolute whipper whopper that was Wh- a whipper whopper um, I, I could not <laughs> tell you if that is still the uh still the case i doubt it i imagine they've built 95 more massive tescos in the last 10 to 15 years but yeah it was it was an absolute i always i always like those weird records it's sort of the urban myth but with records everyone's got one in fact if Mm. you've got a good one of a a thing near you so you get like that's a perfect example the biggest tesco in europe the one i always went on as a kid we used to go on summer holidays to south france and there was a outdoor slide that everyone used to say was the biggest outdoor slide in europe nobody ever verified this norris mcwerter never rocked up with his book to tell us if it was true or not um but you know what i mean the, the uh, come on norris mcwerter where are you mate with your book and your weird suit looking like you just pour yourself out of a gentleman's club somewhere um, honestly such an old reference that is that i know mate well come, some of our listeners are over 30 dave believe it or not and uh i i just I think, I think that's a good one what is what is like an urban myth record that you grew up having you know the oldest cinema in gloucestershire or something like that the weirder the better how many times have you been to the oldest pub in britain for example that's uh, that's Nottingham, yeah, mate. Hi, Nottingham. Well, it is Nottingham, but it's also not Nottingham. There's about five different contenders. So you're mm. thinking of E. Oldie Trip to Jerusalem, which I think claims to be the oldest inn in England. With the boat which has never been cleaned. Did you know about that? Or the... What's the boat that's never been so cleaned? we went there. I, I did film something for a, a Disney promotion with Magic Radio just before um, lockdown. And yeah. we filmed in Ye Oldie Jerusalem, which is brilliant. It's sort of oh, carved... Trip to Jerusalem. Y- thank you. It's sort of carved into the side of a cliff. And you'll know more about this, Dave, because you were at uni in Nottingham. Um, but they've got this old boat on top of the bar, which is covered in dust, scales of dust. Like, there's more dust than oh, yeah, boat yeah, yeah, in yeah, yeah. And, and the thing is, you, you mustn't clean it, because the last person to clean it... Uh, died and the person before that who cleaned it died so it's, it's said oh, to have a curse and if you clean it and i went and got pictures taken under it and i was sort of reaching up to touch it and the bar the, the landlord was genuinely saying 
n- please don't touch the the boat because the last two people who cleaned that boat genuinely have died. There is a real life curse on that boat. Now I'm thinking, actually, fuck it. It's probably just covered in asbestos. That's the real problem. But <laughs> who knows? It did spook me. Out. It spooked everyone out. Yeah. Well, this, this is how these things start, isn't it? I mean. The problem is, everyone dies, don't they? So what? it depends. Uh, what do you mean? Well, eventually, Dave? you know. God, Dave, it's a bit of a downer, mate. I'm going to just play a sting to get us out of that. Jesus. Cabin FE837090. Oh, 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 that's our Twitter name. Everyone dies. You're listening to Cabin Fever. No, we would like to hear, though, if you have got a stupid urban myth record near where you grew up or near where you are now. What was the thing people always said? Um, let us know. Thank you very much for. Cause a bit of a, a bit of a trail off, wasn't it? That was a well, I just you know, sorry, right. it happens, it happens, right? Um, my dear mother, yes, has this week sent me a, a screenshot. She's out of so, the blue. so, so let, if you would put, wouldn't mind putting screenshot into the past tense, so she has screenshot, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yes, yes. I mean, mm-hmm. if you, if you, if you, if you must, yeah, I do. Uh, just, uh, just a quick list of the UK's peninsulas. <laughs> which I was absolutely <laughs> thrilled. Carl's Tom, there's bloody loads of them. And we've had a couple of people that live on peninsulas tweet us as well. Um, he says, having realised just now that he should have got these up before he started Sorry. talking about That's it. Right. It's live, we're in the moment. That's fine. That's, you know, we'll, absolutely. we'll paper over this particular crack. Um, there was, I know we got a tweet about Monster Island being a peninsula. Someone sent us a nice uh, Simpsons clip. Thank you very much for that. Appreciate that. Yeah, and you're annoyed at yourself for not getting a, like, a reference that you really should have got. Yes, I, well, yeah, that is for you. As Mr. Simpsons, you should have got that, Defo. Mr. Simpsons. Mr. Simpsons, yeah. Um, I think you find out Mr. Friends, actually, Tom. Friends for Friends, the podcast on Great Big Aldi. Oh, is that available now? Oh. Yeah, if you, if you enjoy it. What uh, you should do is a quiz day. Doing anything tonight? Uh, it's funny you should say that, actually. If you're listening to this on the day it came out Friday, there's a friend's quiz at 8pm on hey. our Instagram. Oh, what a treat at FWF Pod. Yes, we'll see you there. They are actually genuinely quite fun, those quizzes. They're really good. I watched for 30 seconds the other day. It's you great. <laughs> you I just don't know anything. You probably got me giving away at least one answer then, mm. by mistake. Yeah, that was funny. Basically, it gets a bit steadily, <laughs> steadily, a bit slightly more tipsy as it goes on, and uh, yeah. just accidentally start giving away answers whilst people are trying to guess them. Yeah. Pretty cool quizzing. So can you tell us, please, what has your mum screenshot? Uh, well, I was just checking out. So Joe has tweeted us that says she lives on the Wirral Peninsula. Oh, okay, which yes. Which is very much one of them. Uh, the Isle of Dogs is a peninsula, mate. I'll tell you that for course free. Of course it bloody, ruddy, bloody is. Of course, course it, is. it bloody is. There's, a, there's loads. I mean, you've got your Southwest Peninsula, which is... So that is a peninsula then? Where we started, yeah, yeah. Not oh, okay. just Cornwall, Devon, Somerset, Dorset, yeah. all of it. Like the whole bloody... What shape are we calling Britain these days? What shape is Britain? Yeah. I mean, it's an island, but what is the shape of Britain? I think of it. I think of it as a a profile picture of a lady on her knees. Do you know, like her knees are so the front of her knees are the southwest, and then her feet are over towards the back, towards like you know the bottom right, right. Kent, and then maybe Wales is her pregnant tummy, and then her face is sort of just above the Lake District, and then her hair is the this Scotland going off into the Shetlands and and. The, Okay. Do you like that? So it's her knees, then I guess. Yeah, yeah. it's weird, isn't it? Because we all we all know that Italy's the boot, you know, and all that sort of thing. But mm. it's weird I, that Britain doesn't have one. I it's worry. Such a yeah, distinct shape. Well, I worry that as a raw shock test. I've just said that I like a lady on her knees, a pregnant lady on her knees in profile. That probably says more about me than me liking milky drinks all the time, doesn't it? Yeah, you've given you given a lot away there, <laughs> if I'm honest. Um, but that's fine, Tom. We'll gloss over that for, for the sake of you. Um, there's one in Kent called Who? Excuse me. H double O. Who? Dave, you know what I'm thinking? 
Yeah. And, you know, I don't want to put you on any, under any pressure because I know you're busy looking after your sister yeah. and chasing your dog around the house with a robotic yeah. sweeper. Yeah. You've not written a song for seven weeks now. Because, <laughs> of course, the last song you wrote was... Cabin F-E-A-3709 Oh, 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 that's our Twitter name. Is there not a window opportunity here for a Peninsulas of Britain song? I mean, there is an opportunity. There's an opportunity. I'll give you that. Yeah, there's an opportunity. Yeah. And... Is opportunity knocking? Is this an, is this a chance, Dave? You could go viral. I, I mean, what do you think? How, how many peninsulas are there? Let's go through that first of all. Well, lots. I mean, even on this screenshot, there's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, eight, about twenty. Do, that, do any of them and, rhyme? Uh, I mean, a lot of them do end in peninsula. To be fair, so mm. that is an easy rhyme, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. Um, the fun. I mean, oh, I've used fun fact a bit too loosely there, but right. Cornwall is not only a peninsula. Tom, here's mm. the here's the interesting thing. Come. There is a peninsula within a peninsula. Oh, the Lisgard Peninsula. Well, no, the Lizard. The Lizard. Oh, yeah, the, I think it's... Is it spelt Lisgard? And I've said it wrong. Uh, no, it's spelled Lizard. Oh, right. Lizard. Why do they Lisgard? Why are they Lisgard, Dave? Why are they I don't know what Lisgard is. As famously, I've never been to bloody... Cornwall. Cornwall. I know, I know. But the Lizard sticks out from a peninsula, is a peninsula, and the city centre of Durham, Tom. That's my other favourite one. Fuck. Durham's a peninsula. My, my, uh, my nephew lives in Durham. There you go. Well, we've got peninsula correspondence all over the place. Oh my god, peninsula correspondence! Let's do that. <laughs> <laughs> I bet you'd be the only podcast in the world with a peninsula correspondent. Tom's nephew, live from the Durham Peninsula. This is g- great, Dave. I'm trying to work out the Durham thing. Is it just because there's a big river going around it? Is that it? Yeah, in a similar sort of Isle of Dogs way. A Durham, Durham's yeah. answer to the Isle of Dogs. Wow, I never thought about that, hey? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. What, a, what an exciting Dave, this is uh, topic we're bringing to the episode. public attention here. Yeah, it's about time people knew about these things. I really yes. think that we're being educational and also completely hilarious. Um, so, <laughs> can you, so can you write... A, can you write a peninsula song? I ask on behalf of me and all of our listener. I'm more, I'm, I'm more um, inclined to write a peninsula song than I am to write one about pens or turds. So that's you've at least chosen <laughs> one of your three party pieces. To be fair, Dave, you, you have yeah. already written a tune for the Brown Note. The Brown Note. Yes, that is frustrating because I did that as a piss take, and now it's the theme tune, which mm-hmm. I'm not sure is how it, it legally works. No, well we've used it, so it's, that's done that. It's out there. I mean, again, I'd, I'd consult a lawyer, Tom, if I were you. No, once <laughs> it's out there, copyright sure doesn't you... exist anymore. Well, that's just... a famous part of copyright. I just found it and I used it, so that's mine. Now, that's isn't it. it. That's exactly yeah. Finders, keepers, losers, bleepers. I don't know where I was going with that. Um, what's going on in the world of Thomas J- J- James Henry H- Price? H J, mate, not James Henry. Henry James uh, Price. Pretty busy, man. Pretty busy. Yesterday, we ended up having an illegal play date, which we had to cancel. It's quite annoying. Um, illegal? Well, it's le- yeah, you can't really hang out, can you? With, with you can't with the kids. You can't all sort of get together and turn it into a picnic. When when does a walk become a picnic? In the olden days, you know, bef- before the war, it was fine. But nowadays, it's it's frowned upon. So it, we, were, we went to the, our, our local tiny park, which is usually frequented by um, drug dealers, and it's it's you know it's a useful park if you're trying to get hold of some amphetamines. But if you're taking your kids for a walk, it's not that good. However, that has been that park has now been kind of reclaimed by walkers and people not the not the crisp manufacturer but by people out walking and they're trying to well not trying to but it has become a bit more uh safe it feels a bit safer to go there now anyway some ponds there and the ponds are full of tadpoles dave 
tad poles my friend oh that's nice oh my god it just it's very hard to look at a pond full of tadpoles without thinking of the the opening credits to look who's talking the only film to open with a cum shot look who's talking it's worth saying i've never seen look who's talking okay you need to go to cornwall and you need to watch look who's talking whilst in cornwall yeah oh my god dave this is like the old days do you remember at the beginning of this when my wife used to bring me lunch yeah she's just done it again thank you what have we got on the menu today we've got some it's like Saturday Kitchen in here. It's really good, isn't it? So, there's some noise of cutlery there. Um, so, what we've got here, Dave, right? We've got here, we've got a little, we've got um, sort of like... Is that your James Martin impression? Yeah, all right, so... Uh, no, I don't know who it is. It's just a sort of <laughs> chef, you know, like a generic chef. All right, I've got some t- tomatoes with some mint and spring onions, right? It's a nice little garnish. And yeah. then there's um, yesterday's spaghetti in a kind of quiche scenario not quiche in like a um a spaghetti quiche no not quiche not spaghetti quiche mate what's it called when you get eggs and it's not scrambled eggs but it's the other one poached no not scra- when you have scrambled fried eggs, no you have scrambled eggs and you turn them into a um omelet omelet thanks dave i'm going for it's like so it's like an omelet mixed in with warmed up spaghetti well, that's a culinary uh creation you're, gonna, you're just going to eat it now, are you? Yeah, what do you expect me to do? Carry on recording the podcast? Okay, fine, I'll put it down for a second. <laughs> but now you'll notice towards the end of this recording that I'll just be really hurrying things up because I want to get the hell out of here and, and eat my... Oh, yeah. So not want your spaghetti omelette going cold, do you? Exactly. Spaghetti omelette. So you're in a park. So we're in a park. Absolutely loads and loads of um, tadpoles. And it does look like nature's jizz because they, they are, you know, sorry to be so pretty... Sorry, it's a bit rude, isn't it? But it's true. They look like, it looks like spermatozoa um, in a pond. Um, okay. So I couldn't get that image out of my head, which is upsetting when there's kids everywhere and everyone's sort of trying to have a nice time. And um, my kids fell in, basically. They went in, they stepped on the side of the water, and a sea, ah. a sea of tadpoles was uh, eliminated by uh, one large child landing on top of all of them. And then, once he was in, he was just getting buckets and buckets of tadpoles. And we got buckets and buckets of tadpoles, and then we found a newt in the bucket which looks a bit like a lizard so you know what it was pretty exciting and then but then some friends arrived we didn't right, know this is the bit that this is where, this is where the story started out of interest yeah yeah so then some friends arrived and then we were in an awkward situation because we were like well we shouldn't uh, we shouldn't technically it's like that improv game i don't know if you've ever done improv dave where you have to one they've got three actors on stage one is lying down one is sitting down one is standing up and you constantly the three of you have to be maintaining those positions so as soon as they arrived wanting to get in and look at the tadpoles we we're like oh we can't be here so we sort of backed away and then the kids started playing a bit and i was like oh my god my kids are being illegal this is so like oh what do i do um so we sort of slowly went home and discovered when we got home that my son had tadpoles in his pocket tadpoles in his pocket ladies and gentlemen and those tadpoles oh, absolutely dead absolutely dead oh that's sad nothing it? kills a tadpole more than a pocket so but it was you know lovely to see see spring and to put that slightly that jizzy filter on it sorry that i shouldn't have done that yeah i'm not sure how i feel about that story no it's a shame it's not nice it's not nice but that is uh that's what that's what my life has been dominated by for the last 24 hours the the, the other thing i attempted to do this morning which as a fellow gingerman you'll know is not it's not high on my list of priorities i had a little sunbathe how do you feel about that so curiously i've been enjoying the sun yeah but well because at the moment i'd say the sun is perfect for us lighter skinned gingers we've got about another week and then it's too much right and yeah somebody literally asked me yesterday what my favorite season is and i'm thinking about it i think it probably is the spring because the spring is the ginger summer yeah oh my god that's great isn't it 
let's rename spring ginger summer yeah and winter we can call goth summer <laughs> right exactly that yeah. so we can actually sit out enjoy it not really burn to an actual crisp. I mean, don't get me wrong, Tom. In this, let's face it, quite mild sun, I'm still wearing Factor 50 when I'm outside having a little sit in the sun. But, oh my days, it's nice to feel that vague dribble of warmth on your face, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, it's lovely. It is nice. And and that's the thing. So I tried to do a bit of sunbathing this morning, and I it was really nice. And I thought, God, this is a really idyllic bit of sunbathing that I'm doing. I'm sitting outside. I was reading my book, reading the new one from David Mitchell off of Cloud Atlas. Fantastic book. It's called the, Uto- Yeah, David Mitchell, not that one. Yeah, exactly. The other David Mitchell. Um, and it's coming out in June. It's amazing. It's his first book in six years. It's about... A- oh, you've got a little preview copy, have got you? got myself a little preview copy, mate. Yeah, well, you this know... what I- happens when you're married to a best-selling author. I know a few people who work in the... Um, publishing industry dave I, i've got a few contacts and um i nicked it um it's very very good though i love it's one of my favorite you, um, i mean yeah david mitchell's all well and good but yeah. can you get the new jack reacher oh my fucking god you know what happened to me once can i just eat this tomato before i tell you yeah go this on. is one of the most exciting things that's ever happened to me i was in my local charity shop right okay. somebody near where i live gets loads of free books and they just dump them straight in the charity shop before they are released and i was going on holiday what mm-hmm. i was going on holiday in, in september i think it was the new jet reach was coming out in october and i found with no cover just a black cover the latest jack reacher in this charity shop for 99p do you know what I gave him a pound didn't even take the change dave <laughs> didn't even take the change and then do you know what else i found there's an, there's an author called sam bourne who's a aka the guardian novelist uh, guardian journalist jonathan friedland Right, and Sam Bourne writes these sort of thrillers, and he wrote one called Pantheon, and they're quite shit. And I, I, again, in this same charity shop, I found a copy of Pantheon about two or three months before it came out. So this is going a while back now. And got it home. I found a card inside, a personal card from Johnny, from from the author. So who? What well, says Matt? Great to be back in touch. And here, as promised, is the new one. A Christmas read, perhaps. Warmest best, Johnny. Let me tell you something, Dave. This book, still to this day, completely unread. (laughs) So not only have I not read it... Matt's clearly not read it. Whoever Matt is, or was, uh, because this is now... God, this is 2012, so I must have got this uh, the back end of 2011. So it's been on my shelf right next to me for nearly 10 fucking years. Still haven't read it. You know what I mean? And that is the begin. I mean, that should be the beginning of a Dave Gorman comedy show, isn't it? It's like, oh, who's there? You go on like a mission to find the guy who never read the book, and you make him read the yes. book. Yes. Yeah. Can you work it out though? Is there someone of note called Matt that lives in your neighbourhood? Because it feels, you know, like uh, someone in the public eye that might Matt, who's a reviewer books or a review, yeah, a fir- yes, yeah, so some sort of literary critic, or yeah. maybe he's on the Booker Prize committee, whatever yeah, they're called. Matt. Or maybe he's just a celebrity that has a radio show. Maybe it's Matt. But it's not really my favourite. Matt's either way. I tell you what. Who who does live near me? Lisa Tarbuck. So it could be he's maybe Lisa Tarbuck's got a code name. Matt, Matt. her sort of literary yeah. critic pseudonym. Yeah, exactly so. Yeah, maybe she's known as Matt Tarbuck. I, I don't. Oh, I'm gonna have to work that one out. Who is a Matt who lives near me? A, a book reviewing Matt who lives near me. That is a fucking mystery. This is what that's what this podcast has needed. It needs a murder, still to come, but it needs a mystery. We've now got a mystery, guys. 
Hello, my name is Pete Ellison. This is Dave Cribb. Hello, and we do a podcast called Friends with Friends, as you might have guessed from the music that's playing underneath, uh, which is a sort of lo-fi rendition of the Friends theme tune for rights reasons. We get a different guest on every week on our podcast to talk about their favourite episode of Friends. And we look through in excruciating detail. We pick through levels of plots like no one has ever done before. So if you like Friends or just listening to people talking, which are both valid activities, do look us up on the old podcast app and that friends with friends and we're on twitter at friends wf hey i'm ryan reynolds at mint mobile we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does they charge you a lot we charge you a little so naturally when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you that's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Okay, so no, I mean, this is genuinely now got to a stage where i'm a bit like who who are the famous mats so yeah. quickly now go name a famous mat go anyway famous famous okay uh, matt hancock health secretary yes well that's it that's the first one that comes up when you google currently yeah. astonishingly now um um we should nod to matt lucas obviously from this from a previous guest on this podcast fan of the show mate as well fan of the show. Yeah. you know what i'm gonna do the google go predictive text test yeah who on. when you type in matt to google who does it suggest why don't you do book review uh Matt Muir. What- we'll do that in a minute, Tom. Let me Sorry. do my famous Matt game for you. I've prepared it. Jesus. Well, I, well, I eat spaghetti omelette. Yes, I mean, it's, it's not high uh, entertainment content, is it? But Good thing is there's not many other podcasts available, so I think we're really safe to do this. Yes, exactly. So, go on, famous Matt's. Matt. You've got Hancock. We've Matt got Gro- Lucas. Matt Groening. No, incorrect. Matt. What do you mean incorrect? He is a Matt. He's no, a not on according to Google, he's not. Oh. Uh, Matt LeBlanc. So weirdly, no, but do you know who is on there? Go on. Matthew Perry. Weird. And he's not even a Matt. Very weird, that is. But that's an, I'll give you that one, because that's a, a Friends-related Matt. Thank you. Uh, um, the ones that are left now, there are three left that you're yet to guess. Uh, four, if you include the sort of the, the effect Matt, M-A-W-T-E, which I don't know right, counts as a famous that, yeah. Matt. You've got a television presenter. Um, you've got an actor. Matt, okay, so, uh, oh, Matt, Matt Baker. Yes, Matt, Matt Baker. Baker. Okay. Oh, sorry, 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 Michael Parkinson. Are you uh, talking about Matt Baker? Please uh, 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 welcome Matt Baker. Oh, hello, Michael Parkinson. Oh, hello, Matt Baker. Oh, okay, cool, yeah, uh, impression there, go on. Oh, there's, there's one here that's going to be like this. Cartoonist gonna... Matt, isn't there a cartoonist called Matt? Uh, do you know what? The bloody is, mate. Mm-hmm. Matthew Pritchett is his real name. Okay, good. Matt... But he isn't one of them, weirdly. Matt, uh... I can't think of any other Matt's, Dave. My mind's gone blank. I know, it's bad, isn't it? One of them's a very, very, very famous actor off of Hollywood's. Oh, oh, um... The original Matt. The, uh, oh, 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 Matt, um... 
off source of, of much fun. Goodwill. Matt Damon. Matt Damon. There it Matt is. Damon. Yes. Okay, yeah, good. Famous Matt. Do you think this book was for Matt Damon? Fuck. Does Matt Damon live near you? He might have in 2011, Dave. Right, yeah, Matt Damon. And the final one, I mean, the final one is a Matt that I'm aware of via American sitcoms, but n- there's no reason why you should be. Would it help if I said he was... It would help if you just uh, said his name. That would help. He hosted the Today Show on NBC for a number of years, but has now fallen under uh, a number of claims of sexual harassment. Oh, he's been cancelled, has he? Matt cancelled? Uh, Matt Lauer, he's called. Don't know him, mate. Absolutely don't know him. I mean, we could have sat here for the rest of the day and I wouldn't have got that. I know him via references from things like 30 Rock, you know, like, I just know, and stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, In fact, I think he was in 30 Rock. I'm sure he was in 30 Rock at various points. Anyway, there you go. The end. Good game of Matt. Thanks for playing Matt, Dave. Um, but can you, before we finish this game of Matt, can you search book reviewer Matt and see what Google says? Because it could uh, help yes, this, good point. this decades-long mystery. I could do a, a sort of serial-type podcast spin-off about this. Um, and the answer is... Tom, you ready? Yeah, go on. Inconclusive. Oh, fucking hell. That's a real, that's a real shame, Dave. That's a shame. We could have had a... I'd say it's one of the worst bits of investigative journalism anyone's ever done on any sort of broadcast medium. And Thank I'm you. proud to have spearheaded it. But a great listen. Thanks for coming. So that's the end of another great week, Dave, um, on <laughs> Cabin Fever. Week six, we have I mean, We haven't even talked about the fact that in two days, Boris is getting up and announcing that lockdown's over because apparently Corona's finished, and that's a fucking great idea. Well done, everybody. Yeah, yeah, it should be fine. Looking forward to kissing everyone in the streets. Also, we haven't even talked about the fact that today it is VE Day, so congratulations uh, to all those people uh, listening who, who won the war. Thanks for that. Yes, yes, and to Helen Monks, who's doing her VD voiceover. Um, <laughs> today i believe as part of that campaign so that's very good news yeah, yeah um we'll meet again yada yada vera lynn yeah um, are you going to do any yada, VE yada. celebrating is that going to happen in your house i don't think so i don't yeah. know it's weird isn't it i just don't feel like i'm a very ve household here no it would be quite weird wouldn't it if you came down this morning to Cornelius and your sister, you know, recovering from an operation, and there you are, fully dressed in like a Union Jack suit with a big hat on, like it's the last night of the proms. Come on, guys, we thrashed the foreigners in the war. Woo woo! It doesn't feel very you. Or me, I do tell you what, though, Cornelius loves Vera Lynn. <laughs> Has he got an impression of her? He doesn't have an impression of her, but every, I'd say, once a week at least. Yeah, he's, he's Cornelius is, is, is a man old before his time. He will f- for hours a day sit on our back terrorist thing yeah. drinking cans of ale listening to music just like you know it, it, but it, it's akin to uh, like a, a southern gentleman in america sitting on his porch with a, a shotgun yeah. you know he's like that's exactly just rocking back and forth yes but he's got a a, a lovely sonos portable speaker that yeah yeah technically belongs to me but that's fine but okay. he loves that and let it go Dave. Let him have more it. than Share. i use it that's yeah. fine mm-hmm. anyway Approximately once a week, I will just hear we'll meet again, sort of, <laughs> sort of floating on the breeze back into the house. Wow! Um, he just loves that song, so maybe, maybe there'll be more VE than we thought. Do you think um, Vera Lynn's got royalties for that song? Because she must have made a fortune. Because be- with best, isn't it out of copyright now? Isn't that, that? Yeah, must be. Maximum respect to Vera Lynn, but she's a one-hit wonder. Is that fair to say? No, oh, right. absolutely on, uh, not. Because I'm going to play you another Vera Lynn song now. Is it a good? Is it a good? Like, oh my god, Vera Lynn wrote that. There's a couple of virile in bangers. Here's one, which I don't know if you'll know. Come. Can you hear this? I feel like that's a song you'll know the title of, but you won't know what it is, and it's called The White Cliffs of Dover. Oh, yeah, she did The White Cliffs of Dover, didn't she? Of course yeah. she did. Uh, and also, uh, not the original version, but another virile in banger that you will definitely know. 
dreams come true I'm upon star Oh lovely Is that Vera Lynn, is it? There she is. Oh, wonderful. So, of all the things oh, we've Vizza. established today... Vizza, Lizza. Uh, all the things we've established today on this possibly award-winning uh, episode of Cabin Fever, Vera Lynn, yep. not a one-hit wonder. See? Absolutely brilliant, Dave. Correct. So learning during She's still alive. Oh, I mean, this is a dangerous game to play, isn't it, on a podcast that... At the time of recording. perpetual. But at the time of recording, she's 103 years old. Lucy, 103. Fair bloody play, Dame Vera. Fair bloody play. Yeah, she's done well there. You've done well there. I don't know why West Country is the go-to accent for compliments. You yeah. don't, you, that's not bad, that is. That's a lovely, lovely life you've done there. Well done. Well, got to say that. Well done there. Um, well, Tom, I presume Monday's episode uh, of Cabin Fever will, as government dictates, be recorded with us in the same room, just rubbing each other's bodies together and making sure that we exchange as many germs and particles as yes. possible. Absolutely right. Uh, On Monday, after Boris's speech, Dave and I will be doing the podcast from the same very small room. Actually, what we're going to do is record it in a sauna whilst French kissing. That's what we're going to do on Monday. Yes. I'm going to bring some cinnamon and so we can sort of tickle our throats and make sure we cough and sneeze a lot. Um, that'll be good. Uh, the announcement, I presume, won't be as lenient as a lot of people are saying but what i would suggest is that all this is going to do is give idiots license to be idiots yeah that's the problem uh, isn't it because that's what they're currently doing and if you go oh you can ease off of it now the people that are having picnics now yeah oh god well imagine what they'll be doing yeah imagine you, when you say you can now have a picnic they'll be having like full-on glastonbury festivals in all of the parks won't they Yes, they'll all just be fucking in the parks. They're going to be fucking in the. They'll be. They'll be fucking in the parks. That is a an odd Churchillian response. Yeah. They'll be fucking in the parks. They'll be fingering in the phone boxes. They'll be fucking in the parks of London tonight. <laughs> we will fuck them in the parks. We will finger them in the phone boxes. We will lick them on the face. Lockdown is over. God help us all. Thanks for coming, Dave. See you soon. Yeah. All the best, so. Kind regards. Cabin FE eight three seven oh nine oh 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 Cabin FE eight three seven oh nine oh 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 Cabin FE eight three seven oh nine oh 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 that's our Twitter name. Great try, I can find my dog. Oh fuck! <laughs> Make sure you don't speak over the bit before we do the great meal. You didn't speak then, did you? Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.